Hello, everybody, and welcome to Day Clubbing, the uh, the Center Club podcast. It's all about the comings and goings, the ups, the downs, the all-arounds at Center Club in Boston, Massachusetts. Est- established 1959. Exactly. And still going strong. Yep. My name's Ken. I'm one of your hosts. Also with me, as always, my co-host, the man of the hour, Scott McConnell. I'm here. And look... My partner in the baking group, Christine, is here. Christine McGorry. Christine McGorry. McGorry. Checking up on us. Yeah, making sure we're <laughs> on the up and up. Quality control. So, yeah. so Christine, you, we've been doing the uh, the baking group for a couple months now, right? Yes. How's it been? Have you enjoyed it? It's been good. It's been um, not too fast-paced, so yeah. that's good. And yeah. there's a lot of instruction. There are a lot of instructions. And the food I, is delicious. Yeah, I think we, so we learn, we basically learn something new almost every time because something new will be asked of us. Um, we had to clarify butter last week. You ever clarify any butter? Clarify it? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, yeah, when I go to the store yeah. and I buy unsalted instead of salted, yeah, okay, I clarify that okay, it's you, you clarified that it's unsalted, <laughs> yes. So uh, that's, that's when you take the milk fats out of the... Uh, out of the butter. That's what okay. we learned to do. For, we had to do it for a recipe. Okay. We learned to separate uh, yolks out right. of eggs. Yeah, that's fun. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Sifting flour, all kinds of things. Right. So uh, it's really fun. If you're interested, everybody, what we do is on Thursdays, 3.30, we get together. We have a recipe. We all have different roles to play in getting this recipe together. We put it in the oven, and then, Christine, we eat it. <gasps> Yes, yeah. we share it with the other members of the club. Oh, pretty good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Whoever is around on Thursday <clears> afternoons, <throat> they get the uh, the fruit of our labors, yep. and, uh, and they don't last long. No, they do, they're good. Yeah, they're good. good. So stuff. that's that's always been fun. You've been very successful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted to talk about a few things today, Scott. If we could, now I got a uh, guitar last week. What kind? Well. So I, I had decided that I wanted to learn how to play the guitar. Right. And uh, I have a bunch of friends that play the guitar. What's the name of the brand? Well, that's the thing. So my my friend loaned me an Epiphone. Oh, that's a nice guitar. Epiphone's a nice guitar. But the, uh, the, the electric part was messed up. Damaged. Gave it back to him. So I have one now. It's not a good one. It's called Lix, Lix Pro, L-Y-X Pro. Okay. It's Chinese, kind of mm. um, Gibson knockoff. Oh, I got you. But I'm learning it. The first thing I have to do is learn how to tune it. Right. That's a real pain. <sighs> get an electronic tuner. Got an electronic tuner. That, that, that was a trick. Took, even took me two days to figure out the electronic tuner, but I got, the, I got it tuned finally. Mm-hmm. Now I'm learning to play it. Okay. I'm left-handed. I don't and know you're how playing much a, a right-handed guitar. Yeah, I don't know how much of a problem that's going <laughs> to be. Um, I know it wasn't a problem for Jimi Hendrix, but I'm no, not Jimi Hendrix. No, he played a left-handed guitar, right? Oh, he did? Yeah. He play, well, he played a... Right-handed guitar turned it upside down and played oh, it the other way. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if it becomes an issue, I'll get a left-handed guitar. Yeah, they're out there. So uh, I'm just, but I'm just learning, you know, chords and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason that I decided to learn how to play the guitar is I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep my mind sharp, agile, uh, flexible. I like flexible thinking. Right. So, you know... A new uh, thing to learn, and learning new things is good for the mind. That's exactly right. So, the two things that I had read about that were the best for that, yeah, learning a new language, you know, and I'm doing the babble to learn yeah, Spanish, Okay. and then learning to play an instrument. You're really worried about um, getting older and losing some of the cognitive well, responses. I'm not, I'm not worried, but I am, I'm, you know, I'm Concerned. being realistic about it, Yeah. you know. Right. You don't right. want your okay. brains to turn to jelly. Right. Yeah. So you want to try to keep things, you know. Well, I play chess. That's my You way. do play chess. What do you do, uh, Christine, guitar. to keep I your... I read, but I don't know if that will help my cognitive I think it will. Ability. Why wouldn't it? No. Um, she's been doing it for so long. She's got such a cognitive ability. It's um, yeah. amazing. <laughs> I So I decided in... Um, I started early, probably in November, but I was like, next year, 2023, I'm going to read. I'm not going to, I'm going to stop scrolling through the internet 
and I'm going to read instead. And I, I'm telling you, it stays with the 25th. I've read 26. I've 26. I've read 20 books. 25th. Is it the 25th? It's 25th. Uh, I've oh, read tw- no. I've read 20 books so far in January. Uh, you have. <laughs> you can get a lot of reading done. Almost. You can get a lot of reading done if you're not uh, spending all your time on the internet. Now, here's the thing. Do I remember any of the books that I read? Not really. I can look at the cover and go, I like that one, or I didn't like that one. But I don't remember, you know, the particulars of the of the plots or anything. Okay. How much do you remember after you read? Um, I don't always remember that much to the point that if I'm reading, if I want to read a book by the same author, I don't know if I've actually read that one when I read the caption. There are very few that stand out that well. Probably at some point, though, if you did, you'd, you'd be reading it and go, I think I read this before. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah, well, I remember a lot yeah. when I read. And, oh, yeah? Yeah, I remember a lot. and I, um, Maybe that's why I don't like reading as much as other people, because <laughs> yeah. I remember too much. You know, it seems like um, I'm hooked on you know, fi- uh, nonfiction, you yeah. know, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, right. So you're not a you're not a fiction guy in general. No, no. I, I kind of like it in the movies, but yeah. I don't like it in a book yeah. too much. I didn't for many 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 years. I only read uh, nonfiction, but I just recently got into reading. I like horror novels, so I just got, I got into reading those, and I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, well, Amityville Horror might be nonfiction. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, some people don't want to believe this some, horror some, stuff. But some people uh, some people do think that. Yeah, some people do. You got to believe in ghosts for that to work, though. You don't believe in the ghost. You believe they exist. Okay. You know, <laughs> the ghost come to you. Get the hell away from you. <laughs> you know, something like that. But uh, no, um, I believe too, that there are ghosts. It's too complicated for there to be ghosts. Nah, there's ghosts. If there, if there, if there's ghosts, here's here's why the ghost thing always sticks with sticks in my craw a little bit because if there are ghosts. It suggests that the afterlife, like, because if a ghost is haunting you, yeah, that's like its job, right? The ghost's job is to haunt you. No, it just wants to. It just it suggests that there's a bureaucracy in the afterlife, and that seems. No, no, no. These people, these ghosts are out of control. Oh, they're out of control. They're on their own. Oh, okay. That's the whole thing. That's oh, they're the rogues. Thing. They're rogue dead people. <laughs> all right. Well, not all dead people are. Well, you'll find out when. Well, when, we'll find out. We yeah, don't know we, now, we, but well, what we know, we know. But uh, nobody wants to hear about you know why evil spirits inhabit people and why yeah. demons inhabit people and stuff like that. They don't want to hear about it. Christine, what's your take on it? I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, I don't believe in ghosts either. Have you ever had a circumstance where you're like, well, that was that was scary, like a haunting kind Not of thing? Not a haunting no. kind. How about you? You've you've been in a been in a haunted house before? Uh, yeah, but uh, no, you know it's um, not serious. Yeah, not like the Amityville Horror. But I had There's doors slamming or windows closing or no, it's a heater or something else. Yeah, you know, it makes make a noise. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, but. Uh, I believe there's ghosts. If you live in an I old house, have any, I just don't have any ghosts right now. Yeah, if you live in an old house, you know, old houses make noises. Yeah, you know. exactly. Crick, crick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's that? You're right. <laughs> Sometimes you know, you hear something flapping or you know whatever, and they go, oh my god, it's a ghost. Or a neighbor starts to say, "I know you're smoking in there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So obviously you're a. Um, you're a religious, spiritual person, and you believe in an afterlife, right? Right. Um, and I, there's a lot of things that I think I could tell you about that I believe in that go on yeah. in the spirit world, but I have no way of uh, proving any right. of it, so That's I don't it. say anything about it. That's it. Because if I could prove it, you know, if you can prove it to somebody that it's happened to, but if it hasn't happened to them, you can't prove it to well, them. My question is, how come nobody ever comes back to tell you what's going on? Why does that never happen? Why has nobody ever come back and go, hey, it's great out there, or it's terrible over there? Why? <laughs> well, until their body's gone. All right. Well, you know, but they're ghosts, right? They could at least explain what was going on. If they cared about ghosts it. Ghosts never explain themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you know? Because no one's ever said, you know, oh, the ghost came <laughs> by, sat me down, says this is what happens when you die. This has never happened. Are you certain? And somebody said, know. you're full of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. It's so hard to know. 
It's, yeah, that's there's, the thing. Ultimately, three billion people on the earth. I'm sure some of them have experienced some ghosts. That's the thing. It's, something like it's that. all theory because we don't know. Yeah. None of us know. You well, you are pretty sure that you know. Yeah, but um, can't prove it. So what difference does it make? Right, it's true. Because I I think it's nothing. I think it's just like when you die, it's like switching off a machine or you know a computer you turning have it a down. Soul and a spirit. Maybe. Yeah. But maybe not. Don't know. I know. You 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 think that you know. Oh, I know. But I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> All right. But anyway, here's the point. I forget why we we started talking about this. Because we were learning books. about music. Oh, and books. Yeah. yeah, like reading horror novels. novels, right? Yeah. So these are all things that you can do if you think to yourself, I am not as sharp as I used to be. They mm. they sell, you know, it's like snake oil, you know, like, oh, pre- you know, they advertise on TV. Pre- take Prevagen. It'll keep right. you sharp, you right. know. Biloba or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Get go biloba. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know, all that sounds like snake oil to me. I don't. I don't believe any of that stuff is going to help you. Well, what if it's just some vitamins and stuff that are good for your mind? It's you good know? to have. It's good to have. Uh, they may you give it a uh, funny name so people think it's special and yeah. they don't want to buy it. Yeah, yeah. M- but marketing. But you know, it is true that you have to. You if you want to stay sharp, you got to do stuff. So. I am now going to learn how to play the guitar. I don't know how long it's going to take. I mean, obviously, it's a lifelong pursuit, right? Do you have books? Do you have any books? I, yeah, I got YouTube. You can get books where you can learn the notes up and down the fretboard. That sounds like I don't want to, I don't want to turn into math. It's not going to be fun for me if it's math. It's not exactly math. It's more... Um, I don't know what you call it, dynamic. Like language is yeah. one way, and math is another way, and in between is music. So explain to me how you, as a young Scott McConnell, learned how to play the guitar. I just, books. Yeah. Oh, you got books. Yeah. And you looked at the books. The learning books. Yeah. And tells you how to learn. You know, and you learn the notes. Like your, your mom EFG. bought you a your mom yeah, bought you a EFG guitar on the first string. Right. And the F sharp is yeah. in between the F and yeah. the G. Okay. On the first three frets on the first string. Well, so Christine, you never took, uh, you must have taken some musical instrument in school, right? No, I didn't. Wow. I, didn't, I went to a public school and they didn't have those I things. think she would be in the marching band. Wouldn't you think she would yeah, be in the marching band? Yeah, Christine seems like the marching band type. <laughs> yeah. But, Big uh, tuba. Or <laughs> yeah, something like that. But I, because cause I, I also went to public school and I had to take, uh, well, recorder. We had to learn the recorder, which is like a flute, you know? Right. I know. I had a recorder. Right. So that's like, that was like, you know, that was in music class. That's right, yeah. And then um, they made me take the violin for a year, mm. which I was that's not nice. pleased with. I was uh, not pleased with I had with a it. violin at three years old. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know how to play it somewhat. Don't like I just violins. Haven't, I haven't played them. I like the sound of a violin if you add it in with other, other sounds. Yeah. No, I was, a violin alone can be very irritating. Oh, my the, God. The screeching sound. I find it very irritating. Yeah, so I did not like having to take a violin. But if you have uh, other sounds, some bass sounds with it, it makes yeah. it sound a lot better. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, so, I, you know, we'll see what happens, but I'm excited about the prospect of learning an instrument. Okay. Guitar's a very fun instrument. Yeah. You can, you can you learn a few chords and you can start jamming. You're jamming. That's what I want to do. I want to jam. That's it. So as soon as I, I figure it out, get it, get my get my jam on, I'll bring it in. We can we can form the Center Club Band. We've been talking about that for a while now. Learn an A and then yeah. uh, skip the B. You yeah. can learn the B later. Right. The C and the D uh, and the E and then there's the F, which is there, and then the G. They're all, you know, you've you, you heard them all before. That's the, the chords. You and me can play the guitar. Ryan can... Bang out on the piano. What a scene it'll be. It'll be great. Christine can play the tambourine. Yeah. Yeah, tambourine. Maracas. Maybe the xylophone. Xylophone, yeah. Xylophone's a fun one, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're never too old to learn something new. That's the point. Right. So we're trying to get you to learn this. I'll do the cowbell. Yeah, the cowbell. I love a a good cowbell. (laughs) Here we go. Who who does it that at the beginning of the song? Is that a free? I, so, the way one no, you were just doing it sounds funk. the one that you, you were just doing sounds like Mississippi Queen by yeah, Mountain. That's the one it was. Yeah. yeah. That's a good song. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. I'll have to put that on my 
YouTube now. Yeah. yeah. I heard it. There you go. So, uh, so those are, you know, there's a couple of things. Can you think of anything else, Christine, you think that would be helpful in keeping your mind sharp? Well, I'm still sticking to the reading. Yeah. Um, I noticed I don't do as well as I did before when I was reading the classics in high school and yeah. on my own. I knew all the plot twists. I knew what was going to happen. Right. I could guess it and, you know, I could follow everything along. But now I don't always follow along. I don't know. The do, details. Do you have a particular uh, genre that you like to... Well, I read romance on my own, but in yep. the book club, we read some fiction and some non-fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, somebody... You know that one book we read? Um, I forget the name of it. Was it Orange Book? Well, with um, the little people, you know, that were... They bought. They were like pets almost. Or the... I didn't read that one. You didn't read that one? No. What's the... Well, the idea was, uh, to me was that Megan, this new movie, yeah. is based on something similar to that. And yeah. It's a horror flick. Right. Well, this wasn't a horror flick. It was kind of sad that the, they took it out on the... Um, you wrote a book about for the book club here. Yeah, one book. It was about uh, little people. Well, yeah, but they weren't real people. They were like robots. Oh, okay. Yeah, a little bit. Little robots. Yeah. How big? I don't know, about the size of a child. Oh, Okay. No, it was maybe four or five years old size. And you said it was sad? Yeah, because they ended up destroying the, the uh, robot because it, it was such a nag and putting him down for everything. And, yeah. And he was dying, you know, from ailment, the human that she was bought for. And okay. So they ended up, she ended up in the trash heap or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah that's what, I didn't finish. You know, I didn't like, you know, I didn't want to finish. You didn't like it? No. Okay. No. Did you like Megan, by the way? Do you see it? No, I haven't oh, seen it. I, I, that's scary. That's like scary. The doll coming to life like that. And, yeah. It's so interesting because we are, I would say, very close to the idea of having robots in our lives. I know. And robots looking like people and doing you know various things for... Is this manifest destiny? You know, is this what it's going to be like with, yeah. with Megan? I mean, is is it going to be that bad? I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, <laughs> it's strange to me that we always, I mean, it's science fiction that we always right. go, oh, yeah, they're going to turn against yeah, us. Yeah, well, then science fiction a lot of term, times turns into nonfiction. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> but, you know, well, what, what other machines turn against us? They haven't yet. Right. Because they're programmed. Yeah. And But they, people do a lot of things with the program. Yeah. That are not good, you know. Yeah. We have problems with the identity theft and all yeah, kinds yeah, of that's things. True. But it's not the computers doing it, but they're doing it through the computer. Right. So I have seen, you know, they have those robot dogs that they make yeah. here in Cambridge, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I've seen them, like you know, um, and I don't know if they were they were real or not, but I've seen videos of those robot dogs with guns attached to them, shooting stuff. You know, mm. that's probably a bad sign, right? <laughs> you know. Well, if they take after humans, they're not going to do that well. <laughs> well, you know, they they have, I think, um, there's, you know, like a few police uh, forces, Chicago, other places, have some of those robot dogs. Cause they well, can, cause robots. Because they, yeah. they can do stuff that... Bomb squad. Yeah, like bomb squads and stuff like that. So they can be uh, useful for various things. Yeah, well, they're mechanical devices. Yeah. They're not really... Uh, a dog or anything like that. They're not. You're not killing something if it blows up and it's dismantling a bomb. I, I still feel like you'd you'd feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd be mad at the cost of the uh, the mechanical. Oh, well, first of all, <laughs> probably think probably cost. Dollars. Yeah, cost a lot of money. Yeah. But the other thing too is that we have a tendency to anthropomorphize everything. You know, mm. it's just something we we do as humans. And I remember when they were, they're much better now, but when they first started doing those things, the whole idea of those things is that they won't fall over. And they used to have these videos where the thing would be walking and then the guy would push it, you know, and it would like wobble and then it'd get back up, you know. And right. you always felt bad for the thing because he was, kept kicking and pushing it, you know. It's not a real thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a machine. Right. But we just, we can't, it's hard for us to separate, you know. Yeah. The feelings we have, yeah, the feelings from the feelings have. something else might not have. Right, it doesn't have because it's because right. it's not in. But what if they did what have if? feelings? You know, what yeah. if the feelings came about? But well, even because those... there's no soul and spirit to the animal, I don't think it will happen. Well, be, it would, it yeah, would, the, the mechanical device. Even those feelings would be artificial feelings. 
Yeah, well, how? Although our feelings are. Or are they just too. imitations? You know, yeah. he's just imitating a feeling. He doesn't yeah. feel himself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Oh, you're blowing my mind. Yeah. Because what they're doing, even if you give robots feelings, right, they're just imitating. And they're just imitating. They're not actually feeling the feelings. Right. They're imitating the uh, behavior of the feeling. And that's a lot of the animals, you know, imitate. Yeah. And that's how they learn. Yeah. But uh, they're learning something to a certain extent. You yeah. Know, they're, they're finding out something. Uh, they're not totally uh, imitating. Yeah. But the chimpanzees, you know, in Bedtime for Bonzo and uh, Bonzo Goes to Washington and all that, those two films by yeah. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. It was to find out what chimps were about and stuff like that and test, you know, find out how they... Uh, oh, is that what those yeah, movies were about? Yeah, they were documentaries. I never saw those. They were documentaries. I never saw those. Yeah, Ronald Reagan was a uh, L.A. director of the FBI Yeah, before he was into the movie. When they met an actress, Jane Wyman, yeah. and married her, and uh, then he got into the shooting of some documentaries yeah. and got away from his original what? thing, but he went back to it, you know, when yeah. he got into the politics of... Uh, what was the first um, presidential race that you voted in? Uh, the Reagan... Reagan, really? 1980? Reagan, yeah. Carter. Yeah. I voted for Carter. How about you, Christine? Um, I'm going to try. I was born in 61, so yep. I turned 18 in 79. Yeah. So probably the same one. Yeah. Who you, was that? Yeah, Reagan, that? And, Reagan and Carter. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't vote in 76. Um, Ford and Carter. Yeah. I wasn't... I was old enough. Yeah. I was busy. Right. And I just didn't take the time. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know who to vote for. I, I, I didn't. You know, I no, when you're you're 18... You I don't mean, know who you no, think is going to be better for the country. You have a vague idea of what your political inclination might be. Yeah. But you don't really know that much. You no. Know. You don't know that much about the government. Yeah. You learn as you go. My first one was uh, was Clinton in '92. Mm. Mm-hmm. I could have I could have voted earlier than that, but that was the first one well, that I ever. I don't know. It's hard to say that was a mistake because I don't think so. Bush screwed up with the Persian Gulf War and all that, so he he didn't deserve to win. All I can tell you, as a young man, the economy was great in during the Clinton years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, was. everything was very cheap. It yeah. was easy to get a job. Yeah. Being, you know, in my early 20s and in the, in the early 90s. They called it production side economics. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were other things going on, but for me, as a young man living his life, it was, it was, it was real good. Yeah. Especially uh, after 93. Yeah. Uh, after he'd been in for a year. Remember, yeah. my you know, my rent was $200 a, a month. You know, everything mm-hmm. was, but, you know, gasoline was like... <laughs> 99 cents a gallon or something I mean it was, it was you know mm-hmm. life was a lot cheaper yeah I feel I, I feel when I see how much young people struggle now I feel yeah. bad for them I feel I feel like they don't have as much of a leg up well they got much better uh, pay you know with the minimum wage going up so they got a, a good start once they get started yeah but everything is so much more expensive now yeah, yeah well that's in the city you know if you don't live it out in so it's not as bad. Well, we're city um, people. We don't want to live out in the... Well, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> out in the country. I don't want to live out in the country. I wouldn't mind living out in the country. You when you lived in New York before, right? Before you came to Boston. Albany. Albany. Yeah. So you lived in... Which is the, in the capital. City. That's the in capital. The, yeah, in the city. But it was yeah. a city. You were living in the city. Small I city. lived in Manhattan. And you lived in... You lived in the actual... The real... The, the big city. The city. Yeah. yeah. So you grew up in Manhattan? No, I grew up here in Dorchester. Oh, okay. And then I moved to New York after college. Okay. How long did you stay in? Ten in? years. Wow. Mm. How did you survive all that time in New York? I did okay. I was constantly short on rent. Yeah, right. I mm. constantly had to make up because I was doing temp jobs. Yeah. And um, It's expensive, it New York fun. City. Yeah. Oof. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. Boston is just as expensive now. Didn't no, used to be that way. Yeah. New York was always more expensive. It's the same now. Well, I but think the inflation problem we've had, yeah, has really made things tougher. 
Well, I think that well, you know it's coming down. You know, yeah. the rate is coming down. We're still inflating some. Right. Prices are still going up a little bit, but not a lot like they did. We had a big jump. Now we uh, bring things down to a yeah, and maybe uh, some prices will drop if we slowly do production side economics. If we go back to the Clinton ideas, yeah, and maybe uh, Biden will take a look at those. And you know, well, you know, I think that if you're a young person now, you are expected to you know not just work one job but to work several jobs to always have you know some kind of hustle going on you know it's like and i i I, that is not a lifestyle that i would have liked no i like having some slack you know i like doing my work and then going home and and, you know enjoying other things 40 hours a week yeah even that seems exorbitant but Mm, that seems but we we could start there i did it yeah you know with clover but that's the thing. It's like, you know, now people are working 40-hour jobs and then they go in and do an Uber or something else, you know, to, to, to make up the money because the rent's so expensive. It just seems right. really unfair, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know what well, we do about it, but... Like um, Bucks County in uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Isn't the city, you know, it's outside the city, Philadelphia, yeah. about 25 miles away to the county seat. Yeah. And... Uh, if we check the prices now, I mean, there'd be a lot less yeah. for an apartment there than it is in, in the city here or in the city of Philadelphia. And, yeah. And there's got to be some places. Maybe um, you wouldn't want to, but out at Springfield or someplace there, it might be a lot cheaper. It's interesting. At one of the unit meetings a few weeks ago, I talked about the um, the average rent in different cities in Massachusetts. And how, you know, like Cambridge, Somerville, Newton, places like that were the most expensive. Where it's like, you know, the average rent was like $2,700 or something. But Springfield was like $800. Yeah. yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. But of course, you're in Springfield. I wouldn't <laughs> mind it. I know. It could be quite nice, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but there's some reason why it's $800, you know. Because... Uh... You think because you don't make as much, but because it's not the hustle and bustle. And, yeah. You know, and, you know, we're not big high rises. You're in a, a duplex or whatever, or a townhouse, you know, and you do what you, you know. Do you ever miss Albany? I think about it. Yeah, sometimes. you think about it, yeah. Sometimes, but I'm in an apartment just as nice yeah. almost as my yeah. apartment in Albany. And you're not in the snow belt anymore. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Albany Buffalo gets buried. Yeah, yeah. With 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 feet and feet of snow. Yeah, I know. You were you were there. Yeah, I drove it. Yeah, drove in the snow. you were there. Yeah. You ever shovel that? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh my god. Get my car out. Oh, brutal. Yeah. I'm gonna deal with that anymore. Yeah, my landlord was happy that I shoveled. Yeah. yeah I bet. I How about you, Christine? You miss uh, New York City? Um, I miss a friend there. Yeah. And. I miss the exciting, but I just got used to being back here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How long has it been since you were you lived there? Um, about thirteen years. Okay, so it's been quite a while. Do you ever go back for a visit? It's not that far. Yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, I take a bus there sometimes. Go kick around for a while, see a show or something. You know, I just think it's too crowded for me at this point. New York. New York City. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at lunchtime, walking down the street, yeah, it's like packed from side it to is. side and yeah. all the way up the street. It is. Everybody, where the hell did all these people come yeah, from? Is, and they're coming too, out of these tall buildings. There's you know? too many people. Yeah. Yeah, like Sixth Avenue. Yeah, it's it's incredible. That's exactly, it's, it's incredible. Broadway, you will see Sixth Avenue, something like You see more people there. in one block than you will see in the entire downtown Boston. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, exactly. But, and you're right, because they're all in that, those giant that's buildings. Really that's what I am uh, uh, afraid of. Happening here. Happening here once this uh, monstrosity next to us opens up. Yeah. That there'll be well, t- who tons of people. Well, who decided to build all these tall buildings? I don't know. Mayor Walsh. I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to bring business back but to this, But we have right here name. in Center Club, everybody, right across the street from us, for the past, what, has been four years now? They've been building this thing? Yeah, well, they've been building two buildings. They finished that one over there. Yeah. And they started this one. This gigantic, monst- mirrored monstrosity next yeah, to us. Yeah, right. With I don't know how many stories it is. 45, 50, <laughs> something like that. Incredible. Yeah. What's going to go in there? 
apartment buildings, I think. Apartments? Apartments or uh, businesses. Yeah. It doesn't look big enough for businesses. You know? Businesses usually have a long, yeah. not so high building. Yeah, yeah. You know, businesses are these are, uh, apartment buildings that go straight up, you know, you know, yeah. each floor having maybe eight apartments or whatever. I think I the logistics don't add up. I mean, you know, you got to think about like even, you know, how many, if they're businesses, they're getting deliveries every day. Right. Where are those delivery trucks going? Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> there must be parking underneath. I hope so. Yeah, I hope. I, yeah, that's the thing I haven't seen. You know, because I use the garage here. Right. I, not going to be any spaces for me if all these people in this building are using that garage. Right. You know, it doesn't bode well for no. me. Right. And I would like not to be there, but it's there. There's nothing we can do about it. So we will embrace our new neighbors. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, by playing the guitar and being happy, right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see how this goes. I'm very excited because oh, I've wanted take a look at my life. I've wanted to play the guitar like you my whole life, but I haven't done it because I'm left-handed. But right. I'm giving it a go. You'll be all right. Um, if you need to get a left-handed guitar, you do that. If I need to get it, that's what I'll do. If it doesn't work out well, yeah. Remember, you uh, you originally we haven't used it in a while. But you you wrote the theme song for the for the podcast when we first started. What was that? You came in with your guitar and you played it, and I recorded it, and then we used it. Well, I didn't know that you used that song. I used it a couple times. You mean uh, you got to uh, make be a friend of mine? Yeah. 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 It's uh, Scott's magnum opus. That was my first song. Yeah. Yeah. Still working on that thing? That song? Yeah. No, that song's it's finished. finished. <laughs> yeah, it's finished. Yeah. Done with. It's <laughs> it's perfect. You don't need to yeah, work on no, anymore. I, I don't need any more work. I got another song that yeah. I wrote, and that's finished. Yeah. But you know we got two guitars back there. That's what I hear. Yeah. I think we should get more guitars. Right. And then you should give us all lessons. Me, well, Christine, you, everybody. I can give you can general, jamming. general uh, direction. And, and, but I don't know about giving lessons unless, you, you know, in the giving, uh, teaching you a, a song or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I can teach you how to work the guitar you know and learn all the chords and learn all the theory and all that yeah so that you can write your own can you teach us cool stuff like smashing the guitar <laughs> after the after the gig's over if it's your guitar yeah <laughs> not mine yeah <laughs> i'm not crazy like that like there's rock stars that are so high on drugs do the do the p-towns and, and, uh, Jimmy Hendrix sets it on fire yeah right can you there? teach us how to set our guitars on fire <laughs> yeah right that'd be cool yeah, I could, but I'm sure you, you could figure it out without me. <laughs> well, uh, that's how you know you've achieved pinnacle guitar playing when you can light it on fire. Yeah. He's, he's going to get another one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. They'll just give him another one. He's Jimi yeah, Hendrix. But, yeah, but then two years later, he's in the grave. What's the what's the coolest band that you ever saw, um, Christine? Drugs. Well, I haven't seen that many songs, but my first concert was Aerosmith. Oh, Boston. okay, that's a good one, right? Yeah. yeah, at Boston Garden. Wow, when was that? Oh, in the seventies. Yeah, like seventy-two. So. Wow. All right. Yeah. You were a hippie chick, huh? No, it was just <laughs> what we liked. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. How about you? What is what's your favorite one? Favorite concert? Yeah. That I went to. Yeah. Oh wow! Seals and Crofts was good. Seals and Crofts. Yeah. Um, the Guess Who. Yeah. Um, what? Um, Three Dog Night. Three Dog Night. Yeah, those are the bands I wouldn't see. Yeah. You know, those are those kinds. I never saw Led Zeppelin in concert. You know, I heard they were lousy in concert. <laughs> to tell the truth, that they have the great. They're great in the studio. Yeah. The studio music is great, but in live they're. Something always goes wrong. Well, what's funny is that we never know, um, you know, how legendary a band is going to be while it's still around. Right. You know what I mean? So it doesn't but seem like that big of a deal. I, you know. Yeah, but everybody liked Led Zeppelin. Yeah, and then, you know, afterwards, they're like, oh, my God, Led Zeppelin, the greatest band ever. Yeah, that's how it went. That's how it goes. Are you saying that that's the way it was at the time, that people were like, Led Zeppelin, the greatest band ever? It wasn't, right? No. It took years for that to happen. Um. um Paul McCartney and Wings was real big yeah. during that time period, and he, he yeah. was selling records. And Led Zeppelin wasn't number one seller, you know. Yeah, they, they were just uh, a certain kind of band that people 
lasted over the years. Yeah. Really liking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you liked Led Zeppelin, you never lost it. Did you like going to concerts? Yeah, pretty much. I went to a James Taylor concert oh, at yeah, that's good um, Harvard Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You like James Taylor? Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Yeah. 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 If you're in the mood you, for James Taylor. Well, I can sing some of it, but... Winter, spring, summer, or fall—all you gotta got to do, do is call, and I'll be there. And I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, got a friend. friend. Yeah, that's a nice song. Um, he's got a lot of uh, great catchy gems. tunes. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. I don't know how. Journey was good too. How exciting would it be to watch him play? Was it exciting to watch him play? Yeah, I. We were just on the grass in Harvard Stadium. Yeah. There were no seats that were up front. Oh, really? It okay. It wasn't really up front. Yeah, all right. But did you feel like you got... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, went to see Pope, I went and saw Pink Floyd. Oh, you saw Pink Floyd? Yeah. <laughs> How'd that go? It was okay. It wasn't as good as... Well, it was the Animals Tour. Yeah. That, that album. And uh, it wasn't as good as the album but then when they did uh shine your crazy diamond that was pretty tame. yeah yeah but, yeah. <laughs> yeah they had this uh big mirror ball shaped like a diamond right shooting light out <laughs> into the crowd incredible know? oh it was incredible it was incredible show. laser show they had yeah. a laser show it used to be um much more affordable obviously to go to a concert yeah now i remember hundred dollars Come on. Right. My first big concert that I went to, it was 1983, I was 14, I went to see Ozzy Osbourne right. at the Boston Garden. And it cost $12. You know, right. I didn't have the best seat, but it was $12, you know. Right. 1977, when I saw Pink Floyd, it was $10. $10. And there was more than one band. How much did Aerosmith cost? Do you remember? I don't even remember. It was more than that. So, uh, you know, it used to be anybody could go because anybody could afford that ticket. Right, you know, and now, well, now like hundreds of dollars. Taylor Swift was having a psychological or something. You had to pass to get tickets <laughs> yeah. to see if you were a real fan or the not. The Taylor Swift thing was uh, a real debacle. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a whole bunch of problems with that, and they're blaming the ticket company. You know, yeah. what well, is the ticket company's fault? Her demands is probably part of what caused the ticket company having problems. Well, they shouldn't have these ticket companies. The ticket companies are like the mafia. They just like you know they charge you twice as much for a ticket. Now, uh, I remember... Yeah, but do you know the organization it takes to get the tickets set up and the amount you pay? And I don't know. It used to work fine before. You used to go to the Boston Garden and get your tickets. That's it. Yeah, well, you'd get them from the venue. And now, uh, right. Why yeah, well, Why don't we still do that? I don't know. Because we'll go. How did Christine get into uh, Aerosmith? She went to Boston Garden and got the tickets. Yeah. How did I go to see Ozzy? I went to Boston Garden and got the well, tickets. You gotta set, well, it's all in the system. Yeah. If we get rid of the tickets, then people can't order tickets as easily. Yeah, you know, online or something like that. So these, we gotta, I guess, bring down the uh, amount of ticket companies. Yeah, and you have to you get your ticket at the venue. Right. That you're going. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go to the venue and get my ticket. Right, and if you want a ticket online, you will willing to pay a little extra, and that's all. There you go. It should be a convenience. To yeah, do exactly. that, but you should you shouldn't have to do it that way, right? I remember uh, uh, Rod Stewart was coming to town. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never seen Rod Stewart. Maybe I'll go. It was at uh, the Xfinity Center, and uh, I was like, all right, look it up. One hundred and seventy-eight dollars for tickets, and then there was a fee that was like another fifty dollars. So right. it was over two hundred dollars for one ticket, right? To see Rod Stewart. Where were you sitting? I don't love Rod Stewart that much. You didn't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go home and listen to the records. Forget it. Right. I'm not going to do that. Right. It's bananas. Well, it depends how much money you have. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have that much money. It's not fair, is it? No, it's not. Because I like like Rod Stewart. I'd like to go to see him. It's not fair that it should be $200. I don't know. He doesn't need the dough. It's not him. I'm sure he wants to get paid, but I'm not saying that he's not charging two hundred dollars for tickets. Well, some somebody, um, you know, like the uh, the third wheel, the guy in between, you know, yeah. What do they call him? I forget what they call them in business. The middleman. Middleman, yeah, right? The middleman middle has got to get his money. Goddamn and that's what you're paying for. That's the problem. We got to yeah. cut out the middleman. Exactly. That's what they say all the time, right? Cut out the middleman. Yeah. Then we go to more concerts. 
Maybe so. If we cut out the middleman tomorrow, right? What? Who would you like to go to see? Oh. I'm only going to charge you twelve dollars a ticket for a really good seat. Whoa. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. All right. He just played at the uh, Fenway. Yeah. Right. How about you, Christine? I'm only charging twelve dollars a ticket. I'm not sure. Who do you like these days? Who are you listening to? Well, I was listening to Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, but Crosby okay. just died. He, Crosby just died, so we would have Stills, Nash. We can do Stills, Nash and Young for yeah, you. Yeah, or um, and they have an the guy album. from the Police. Okay, Stills, Nash and Sting. Young have an album. Or you two. I mean, they played together without Crosby at times. Yeah, well, it's, it, they perform without Young all the time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we can Crosby, we, we can Nash. give you Stills and Nash. Still Is that Nash. worth twelve dollars? I don't know. I don't know. They're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty good. David know. Crosby made it, I think, to like 81 or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody thought he'd last that long. Not with the amount of drugs he did, according no. to the government anyway. Right. <laughs> they were hounding him about yeah. drugs all the time. So he, he made quite a ways. I guess maybe he didn't do them as much as he sold them. Yeah. That's what they got him yeah. for. But um, the uh, I, um, Southern Cross, I like that song. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, Crosby, Stills, and Nash had some great songs. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if we'll ever get back to that. But it really should, you know, concerts should be for the people. The people should be able to go to see concerts. And, Fifty dollars, you, know, you know. Yeah. At I the underst- most. Yeah. I mean, I understand that it's not a twelve dollar world anymore. But fifty dollars well, seems like a good enough that you should be able to go see it. Yeah. And not have the uh, worst seats in the house. Yeah. A decent seat. Right. I've gone to a lot of shows recently, and that's been like you know at the Big Night Live and at the new MGM Fenway, that are in the forty fifty dollar range, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Except, like I said, when you if you buy a ticket now on online Live Nation or Ticketmaster, it's a fifty dollar ticket, and then they go, okay, here's your service fee, twenty five dollars, and now it's thirty five dollars. Yeah, that's what I don't like. That's the middleman. That's the middleman. Cut them out. Right. Or find a way to. Uh Cut down the price, you know, regulate them. It should be nice if we could vote somehow. Well, regulate Should we cut out the middleman? Yes. But then somebody has to do that work. Yeah. So if the middleman's work is is necessary, we got to regulate them so they can't overcharge for what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's what, if if we've learned anything this week, we've got to cut out the middleman. That's number one. Cut out the the amount that they're charging. Number two, learn to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. Number three, got to eat the right foods. Yeah, it's we good to eat the right foods. We haven't really talked about what the right foods are yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, wheat bread instead of white bread, but once in a while, <laughs> white bread. Yeah, once in a while, white bread. Yeah, like a hot dog bun or a, because uh, that's white bread. Every, and at least every Thursday, maybe a brownie or a cookie or, you know. Something. Not every something day. Something sweet because it helps your emotions. It It does? Yeah, when you have something sweet that tastes good to you, yeah, makes you feel good. It does make you feel good, and more than just physically. Yeah, emotionally makes you feel good emotionally. Yeah, so we can't cut that out. No, you can cl- sh- cut, keep it down some because down. then when you do have it, yeah, you enjoy it even. You more. You enjoy it even more. So, yeah. you know, uh, desserts, sweets, judiciously, but you got to keep them in there. Yeah, somewhat. And then during the day. You know, eat some vegetables and drink some water. Yeah. You know, I, I was talking to uh, Ricardo earlier, um, another clubhouse member. Mm-hmm. He said that he lost 40 pounds. And I was like, yeah. how'd you lose 40 pounds? And he said, drinking more water. Mm. Drinking water has, here's the thing. Drinking water is boring, but it has magical properties. Right. It can do a lot for you right. if you stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. It's just boring. People want more pizzazz out of their. Much. You don't eat as much. Right, you fills you up. Water. Yeah, yeah and if you get if you get lubricated enough in there, you know, flushes everything yeah, out. Flushes everything out. Right, so that's why why it's important. Yeah, but it's boring to drink water. That is the well, issue. You can drink lemonade yeah. or something that has a little flavor. Well, then you're throwing sugar in there. You don't want to do that. You just want well, water going in there. Well, a little sugar ain't gonna hurt. A lot well, of sugar can hurt. A little sugar ain't gonna hurt. Wow. Christine, you drink a lot of water, right? Well, I used to, but I'm going to get back to it, but I've been drinking the Crystal Light. Crystal Light, okay, all right. Teas. Yeah, all right, herbal tea. Uh, you know, it's uh, mostly draining to drink water all the time. I know, yeah, well, you got to be around a bathroom if you're going to yeah. drink a lot of water, that's for sure. 
Yeah. But if you, you know, I drink some water all the time. Yeah. But I don't drink a lot. I, do, I like to have some lemonade or something like that or yeah. coffee or whatever. But, yeah. But I'm, I do drink, just go and fill up a cup and drink the water. I'm looking for coffee alternatives now. Coffee alternatives? Coffee alternatives. Hmm. So um, my wife says that there is a um, some sort of mushroom blend that they sell at Whole Foods that is a coffee alternative. You know, they make all kinds of, you know, when they make almond milk or what about whatever. Tea? What they about make tea? mushroom coffee. Well, I don't Celestial really like tea. tea. I don't really like tea. I don't like herbal tea. Or I don't like them. I don't like the black tea because it, it, it makes me nauseous because of the tannin. And I don't mm. like the taste of herbal tea. I like coffee. Have you ever had red zinger? Coffee? I don't know if I've had red zinger. It sounds like I should try it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. So they but, got this. Uh, some of them are good and some of them are uh, not too tasty. You know, they're a little. Yeah. Odd. They have this. Uh, so they have this mushroom one, and then there's mm. um, there's one that's made out of dandelions. It's called Dandy Blend. Okay. And it's a coffee alternative. So I'm going to try one of those out. See what what happens. Well, I know from I need the caffeine. That's the thing. I don't I don't want any caffeine in the system. Okay. So that's why coffee's out. Well, you don't have to take. A, I don't want a, the acid from the coffee that necessarily that causes you, you know, fatigue. Right. We're tired of but here's but here's the thing. So this is so this is it. So here's what happened to me. So last Friday, I was out. I was having coffee with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him in a while. Right. He's uh, independently wealthy. Okay. So he was like, "Guess what? It's on me." And I was just gonna have a cup of coffee, and I was like, "Well, if it's on you, right? <laughs> you can give me one of those muffins, and I'll take a caramel macchiato. I don't know what a caramel macchiato is. Okay. That's what I ordered." <laughs> Anyway, it's espresso, I guess, and caramel or whatever, and, and it zoomed, zoomed you out of <laughs> this hat. Yeah. It has, t- and it's like this big, you know. Right. And then so uh, I'm just out in Woburn, and then I'm driving home. We hang out for a couple hours. I'm driving home, and I'm feeling sick as I go along. You know, I'm getting sicker and sicker, like I'm getting really nauseous as I'm wow. driving. By the time I get to Peabody, almost on the way home, I gotta pull over and and, and vomit outside of my car. And, I, you know, I'm like, I don't know. Am I dying? I don't know what's happening. So I come home, and I'm, I'm laying on the couch, and I'm like, Stacy, to my wife, I'm like, I think I'm dying. And she's like, well, what happened? And I told her what happened. And she's like, no, it's, you had too much caffeine. And then... Well, I never heard of it, what too what, much caffeine does, but I guess that's what it does. Well, I looked, I looked it up. Caffeine yeah. nausea, if you, can, if you have too much caffeine at once. And, uh, and here's the thing. They go, it's acute 24 to 48 hours, but it can, you can last five to seven days. I'm on the sixth day. I, I was still nauseous driving to work today. Oh, wow. So I was like, you know what? This is no good for me. Right. I'm out. I'm blaming the rich man that got me to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm out. So, uh, but here's the thing is like the thing that you miss isn't so much the coffee. It's the ritual of the coffee. Of right. having, you know, of like yeah. having something in the morning, holding a, a warm cup, you know, drinking something warm, putting it down, spending some time with people over a cup of coffee. All that stuff you can't give up. It it doesn't really matter what's in the cup. So what well, does for me? It does Red Zinger, I know. But no, but for regular coffee, yeah, you know, I yeah, need yeah. the coffee. Yeah, well, you like the caffeine. I don't like the caffeine. You don't like caffeine. I I like the effect it has yeah. on keeping me awake. Yeah, because I'll just right all yeah. day long. Yeah, yeah. And of course, some people like the taste too. So I got used to the taste. Yeah, I, I never like really the liked it. Yeah, taste. I don't think anybody really likes the taste. <laughs> I like the taste. I had first tried caffeine, ca- coffee in um, Belize. Oh yeah, the coffee there was really good. But wow. Now I can't take it because it would make me up at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my ex-boyfriend's mother used to take something called Postum. I don't know if they still sell. Oh it. yeah, that's what Robin was talking about earlier. I heard of Postum. Yeah, Postum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard of that. Which is a, some kind of coffee alternative. It's not yeah. coffee. All right. What is it? I don't know. <gasps> well, they put chicory in coffee to chicory weaken, to weaken it and make it taste better. Chicory is another coffee alternative. You can yeah. you can have chicory. Uh, chicory. So I'm going to try one of those because I still want to dr- hang out, drink coffee, but right. I don't want it, the actual coffee in my system because I'm not repeating that again. Well, yeah. my coffee happens early in the morning. Yeah. Six, you know, o'clock. And when I'm playing chess. Yeah. While I'm in between moves. <laughs> and then yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It just doesn't agree with me for a variety of reasons. Mm. Well, this has been an illuminating uh, discussion. We got, we went all over the world today. Yeah, we went way past guitars. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, uh, we, we started, we went 
we went in a lot of tangents, but I think yeah. you know we covered a lot of good ground. Now, before we go, okay, are you going to give me a, a movie review or? I don't know. What do you want to hear about? Talk, women talking. Is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Okay. I don't really want to talk much about it except it was um, well made. Okay. And boring. Oh, okay. All right. Good. So it was um, 80% uh, tomatoes. Yeah. And maybe uh, 70% entertainment value. Can you tell me what it was about? Can you give me a, a plot synopsis? It was about women that were being forced. Yeah. And they were talking, they were Amish women being, and they were. Um, wondering if they should forgive the man. They were told to forgive him, you know, in their face. And they didn't think so. They didn't think it was right to forgive him. And they were t- debating whether to fight the men and put him in jail or leave the, the group and go someplace else. All right. So I'm telling you that people love this movie. Did they? The critics, 90%. Mm-hmm. The audience, 88%. They loved it. You thought it was boring. Yeah. Everybody else loved it. I don't know. It was nominated for Best Picture. Oh, was it? Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Too much. It's too much. <laughs> right. I fell asleep. So oh, you I fell asleep. All right. Yeah. All right. It was too much to... Uh, I, I guess it really was well acted, like I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, you can certainly... Sometimes you can appreciate the artistry, mm-hmm. but just not so much into the story or, you know... I, I didn't like the fact that they had to forgive. I didn't yeah. think they should forgive. Right what you know those men did i thought they should stay and fight right and by the time i fell asleep they decided what they were going to do yeah when i woke up i was asleep for 10 minutes yeah yeah right yeah you know but uh i watched most of it my wife does that to me almost every movie we watch together she'll be asleep for 10 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and then i'll be like hey you're asleep no i'm not asleep right (laughs) christine have you seen any movies since we talked last uh no no none no, none. I'm staying away from the movie theaters right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. What movie won 11 Academy Awards or is nominated um, for 11 Academy Awards? Everything All Oh, every, yeah. Everything all at, all, once. all at Once. Did you see that? No. Did you see that? No. I saw it. What was it like? It was really long. Everything All at Once. It's like two and a half hours long. That's too long for me. Well, Avatar, which is nominated also yeah. for an Academy Award, was three hours and 15 minutes. Ugh. Brutal. 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 Let's do it in 90 minutes. And we didn't have an intermission. Oh, my God. You see, you saw it. Yeah. You sat there for three and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. How, and how, I didn't fall asleep. How many times did you have to get up to pee in, in three and a half no. hours? None. You just, the entire duration. Yeah. Whew. What a man of steel. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> wow. I'm Bladder of steel. For, I've been holding it for years. <laughs> You know I mean, all the time, you know, I'll yeah. wait a half hour, an hour. Right, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, just as a fact, the, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts is putting up his guitar set, um, guitars for auction. Oh, he is that right? a lot of famous guitars. Oh, wow, like he's got guitars that were owned by rock stars and stuff? That's cool. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll, I'll give you an update as we go along about how this is going. Okay. So we're getting closer and closer to our jam session. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. All right. Listen, everybody. Uh, I can always use a guitar here for it. Of course. Yeah. Uh, listen, everybody. I want to thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank okay. you, Christine, for being here. Thank you. And uh, thank you, Scott, for being here as always. Mm. I will see you next time on Day Clubbing. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>